Hey y'all, I hope you are so excited about part two of today's episode. If you have not listened to Danielle's story and her humbler story, um, go listen to part one. It was published a few episodes ago. Um, and at the end of that episode, we stopped at the part where she begins to prepare for a home birth. Unfortunately, in her state where she's from, midwives are not allowed to attend VBACs. So with her very first birth, she had a cesarean and then two hospital births. And now she's preparing for her fourth birth. And amazingly, through her podcast, she ends up connecting with someone at her church whose mother is an underground midwife and she attends home births and she is a midwife, but she goes underground and helps women have the birth that they desire. And so we're about to dive right into that, but not to disappoint. I do want to let you know, we don't go fully into the story of her talks with her underground midwife or anything, you know, mysterious or secretive or like detective work. <laughs> we more so talk about in this episode, how her podcast became the blessing for her and how stepping into your calling, um, really just becomes a double blessing. And I'm just going to keep saying that over and over because I want to encourage you that no matter what, stop, you know, retreating or falling back or feeling that intimidation or whatever that thing is that's holding you back from stepping into what you truly want to do. Because I've sat here for years and every time I posted on Facebook or Instagram about, you know, one of the courses that I had created that just held me back because what do I not like to do? Well, I don't like to put myself out there. I don't like to ask for money. I love the course creation part of it. I love teaching in front of a live group, but the part of actually gathering the group, the part of actually building an email list, the part of actually charging money because this costs a lot for me and it is something that um, I've paid others for this same type of resources. And so, um, you know, it just takes money. And unfortunately we live in a world that we have to market ourselves. And so, I don't want that to hold you back. And I ended up having to hire a business coach to get me past that point of the monetary part of it because I can create it all day long, but I don't know how to get it out there. I don't know how to put the word out there in order to actually build something up in order to actually get people to join my team, to join the course. And that's what I'm working on. That's what I'm building at this moment. And so... I just want to encourage you with this podcast episode, do what God has called you to do because it becomes a blessing in so many ways. Of course, before we get into that, I'm going to tell you about my beta founding members program. You know all about it. We are going to launch it in the next few months here at the end of February when I come back from postpartum and have a few weeks to prepare for it and make sure I have everything ready. So if you are a home birthing mama who is ready to dive in and learn how to have a less painful birth, you want to learn how to set your atmosphere. You just want to have the most peaceful birth and a spiritual birth, how to partner with Jesus. And you want to have the best birth possible, not just get this baby out, but Let's have a birth that is spiritual, life-changing, transforming, and let's partner with Jesus in doing that. How Can you imagine, because I had this with my fourth birth for sure, 
Can you imagine Jesus actually speaking to you while you're in labor and giving you revelation while you're in labor? Or how about during your pregnancy, you're given a picture of your child's face. You're told all about her destiny. You're told um, that she's a girl before she can even, before science can even tell us what we're having. I experienced all of those things and you can too. In this course, I teach you how you can hear from Jesus and tap into all of those promises that he gives us. He's no respecter of person. I didn't receive this because I had some special faith. I just received this because I asked for it and I teach you how to ask for it and how to believe for it. So please check out in the show notes, click on the link, check out my beta founding members program. It will not be offered at this price ever, ever again. And you will not get the community atmosphere that you will be getting with this founding membership group. So please go check that out and I will see you in the podcast. Well, I won't see you in the podcast You'll hear me in the podcast. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. I've always done that and said, see you in there. I think I even did that on the last episode. So with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Barefoot Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Hutton. I help Christian moms have a home birth they desire through education and the word. If you're an old soul that is passionate about restoring godly wisdom and disconnecting from this interconnected world, then you're in the right place. Let's discuss godly restoration through the five H's of home. Home birth, homeschool, homemaking, homemade, home remedies, and health. So I, I decided to start this, this birth podcast because I knew I... I felt so called to the birth world and I didn't know what that looked like. So I started researching becoming a doula and I was thinking that's what I wanted to do. And, um, the more I looked into it, the more overwhelming it seemed because I was still in, you know, this era of having babies. I had, you know, at this point two, both my, my babies were 14 or 15 months, 16, no, they're 17 months apart. Um, and then I have, you know, my older daughter And I just knew that like, there's no way I can be a doula right now. Like I can't be on call. I can't, you know, just up and leave my babies and go to births. You know, I've I've been breastfeeding for two years and, um, like I I just knew it, it probably wasn't something I could do. So that's how my podcast came to be. You know, I'm a huge, I love podcasts. I listen to all sorts of podcasts, um, you know, from mostly birth, but you know, I listen to a little bit of all kinds of different genres and I told my husband, I want to start a podcast. And he was like, okay. And um, he helped me, you know, do it. He's the techie guy. So he helped me with, you know, designing a website and coming up with the name and, you know, figuring it all out for me. He bought me my podcast mic. And um, yeah, I started reaching out to women and, and started it. And as I was trying to find guests, Um, I reached out to a friend from church and I asked her, you know, if she would be willing to come on. And she, um, (laughs) she was like, yeah, maybe like, you know, and she said, well, actually my mother-in-law is like really into birth. She's like, maybe she'd be a good guest for your podcast. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm down to talk with anybody. And she said, yeah, just, she's like, I'll, I'll let her know that, you know, you, you want to reach out to her. She's like, send her a, a, request on Facebook. So I added her mother-in-law as a friend and this woman who I have never met in my whole life, you know, she, um, 
she messages me as soon as I friend requested her. She accepted it and messaged me and she said, hi, um, so you're, you want to talk about birth? She's like, do you want to get together and, and um, have coffee? And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really introverted and it's very out of character for me to just like go meet with this random person. Like I can talk to someone on the, like, you know, on my podcast easily, but like in person it gives me anxiety. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. So I went and met with her at Panera and we had coffee and she was kind of like, so what's up? Like, like, you know, why did you know, your friend think that we wanted to be connected. And I was like, well, this is, you know, and I, I just basically started just spilling my guts to her and I'm bawling. (laughs) And and turns out she is a underground midwife. And, um, it was, it was like God, like God completely just lined everything up for me to meet this woman. And like, without my podcast, without me reaching out to people, like, I don't know if I would have ever met her. Um, it was just so such a divine thing. And, um, she flat out told me right there in Panera Bread, you know, if you, you know, ever have another baby, I can be that friend that attends your birth for you at home. And I was just sobbing like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. So, um, I think it was the next week I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so talk about um, God lining things up That's perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it was it was incredible. Well, um, I that is really cool because I have said this multiple times on my podcast, and it's my testimony too. Is that um, <clears throat> when we step out in faith and do something, it always becomes a blessing back to us, and like I'll two things. My podcast became a blessing to me as well. And then also, um, Mm. I've done a women's conference a couple of years and the year that I absolutely did not want to do it, the year that I was the most broken, I'm going to even cry just thinking about it. It was like, because I still did what God had called me to do. I just, a divine appointment appointment showed up and I would have never gotten the healing that I needed. I would have never worked through all of the things that me and my family were walking through at the time. And it was really such a neat testimony because God said, God spoke to me specifically about a woman that was coming. I had only met her one time through a mutual friend. Um, And then after I talked to her afterwards, she told me, that God had specifically told her to go to a women's conference. And my women's conference was the first one that popped up um, on her Facebook. And so it was really neat. And then um, that began a long year long journey of counseling and a lot of inner healing. And then a, when I started my podcast, um, I, I knew the, 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 the name barefoot behind it, right? It's barefoot, B-E-A-R, like a mama bear, but it also represented this play on words that represented children running out in the wild, wild and free, barefoot parenting, you know, Mm -hmm. allowing, um, kind of getting back to our roots, to that old soul way of living and allowing our children to grow up in a world where we're not so connected to the internet and we're not so connected to all of these things that are thrown at us all the time. And so I knew that that involved a couple of different areas, including childbirth and including homeschool and um, including being a homemaker and um, 
Well, lo and behold, it became help because my health got so bad after my fourth baby last year. At this time last year, I was in a really bad place. And through the podcast and through a podcast group, a lady just kind of posted herself out there like, hey, I'm looking to be on a podcast. And she was more of a holistic doctor. And she um, gave her testimony of basically, you know, having endometriosis for years, PCOS, fibroids, all the things, right? And um, I, the Lord like spoke to me and was like, have her on your podcast. And I'm like, and nothing in her post said that she was a Christian. So I reached out to her. Of course, I went snooping on her Facebook page first, like figure out like, is there any inkling to being a Christian on here at all? Yeah. Um, And so I did not, I did have um, Dr. LJ Johnson. And so if you go back, you can listen to her podcast that we did together. And I didn't end up working with her, but it was through that, that I was opened up to this whole other realm of God's way of healing our bodies, which is through food and nutrition and herbs and just, just eating, honestly, getting back to eating properly and eating the way the Bible tells us to eat. Um, and, and I eventually connected with someone that was wonderful for me. And I worked with her for the last nine months. Um, and took me a little bit longer to heal because I got pregnant during that time. (laughs) And so my body was like putting out a lot more than, um, it would have normally been putting out. And so it was a lot harder to replenish. Um, but to, to wrap up that, what the point being, um, to encourage the person listening to that, like. God has also a place for you. Um, I even read that this morning in my, in when I opened my Bible up in Acts 13, um, I believe it was the church of Antioch. And it said there were many prophets and teachers of the word in this one place. And it was like, there was no inkling of rivalry. There was no, you know, it was like, they all had their place. They might, they were kind of, they had the same gift, but God had made a place for them. And I had just, I also just got done reading this book by Lisa Bevere called Without Rival. And that's kind of, that's the theme of the book is that, that we're, you know, we all have a message to speak in the kingdom and you and I both have a birth podcast, but we're not rivals. We're not competing against each other. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, yeah. I hope I get some of, uh, obviously I do hope I get some of your listeners, but it's not in a way of competition, um, which I believe mm-hmm. is, is in um, many areas of the church. We can get that way. And I think it's just human nature. It's not that, you know, it's not that I would ever say to myself, I've never been there because I definitely have. Um, mm-hmm. And to just step out in that area of faith and know that, God has a place for you and that it will come back to bless you. Not because of God owes it to you or God's a vending machine, but because um, we're just being obedient and that there is more to the story than just preaching the word of God to somebody or creating ministry for somebody else. It's like there's, it it always comes full circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And it's funny because there are times where, you know, I'll have, you know, on my podcast, I'll have, you know, three weeks worth of recordings or something, you know, and, um, I get to that 
that third one and I'm like, okay, I don't have anybody lined up for next week. And I'll tell my husband, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have anybody lined up. I like, I don't have any guests and I don't like, I've reached out to this person and this person and, and you know, they, they'll blow me off or, or, um, they'll say, yeah, I would like to share, but you know, I don't have time or, or, you know, all the things. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, I just don't think I can do this anymore. And then I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, calm down, take a breath. <laughs> like, God, like, if this is really like what you have for me and this is what you want me to do, you got to send me people, you know, I'm totally willing to like reach out and network and, you know, do all the things, but I need someone to say yes. And all of a sudden I'll have like 10 women willing and I'm like, okay, whoa, like, where did this come from? And I'm like, okay, okay, God, I hear you. Like, I guess this is something that you want me to do. And, um, so I totally like get that, like, that when he when he calls us to something, he's also going to make a way. And it's just been so cool because I, I didn't set out for my podcast to be specifically Christian. And it's it's not like I don't advertise it that way. Um, and um, almost, I would say probably 95% of my guests have been Christians, which I just think is so cool. Um, you know, I've had a few that aren't and that's fine. Like I, that's totally fine. Um, but I do think that it's really cool that not only has God like opened the doors and like sent me all these women, but like I align, you know, in faith with a majority of them. Um, which is just, I just think that's kind of like the icing on the cake because it just adds to that positive message. If you can add on top of it, the things that God has done through your birth or in your birth or how he led you to make this decision or that decision. It's like, it's just the icing on the cake really is. Yeah. So, I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Cause it's usually very unexpected. Um, yeah. and it kind of comes out of nowhere. So I do want to go back and touch on your second birth where you found yourself, um, surprised first of all, that your doctor wasn't there. And then kind of giving into the cascade of what um, this other doctor suggested and then the way she treated you and everything. Um, and then beating yourself up. That was where, that's what you said, um, kind of happened mm -hmm. after, after you got home and, and six weeks postpartum, here you were uh, just mad at yourself and um, maybe even blaming a lot on her and having to work through some forgiveness. Um, did you, was it more so that you were mad at yourself or did it kind of go both ways? You're mad at her too? I think it was both because to me, I think I've come to a place where I realize that, you know, doctors, you know, people in, in the medical system are kind of only doing what they were taught and what they're told to do and following the rules and the regulations and the policies that are placed on them. Um, so I, I've come to that place where I know that, like, you know, you, you, you can't really blame them because they're just doing what they know to do or are taught to do, told to do. Um, and they really, I mean, I, I like to think that most doctors truly care about their patients and really... Um, think that they are like guiding them the be what they believe is best because of what they're taught. You know what I mean? So 
to me, it's like, of course, that was, you know, for her to have someone come in and say they want this natural birth and her not to be able to wrap her mind around it because that's all, that's what she's taught is interventions, you know? And, you know, the more that I've learned about the medical system, um, I mean, that's how they make their money is an interventions. Um, you know, that is what they believe they are quote helping with, you know, by doing these interventions. Um, I was actually just last night listening to a podcast. Um, I don't even remember what it was called, but Dr. Stu from Birthing Instincts was a guest on her podcast. And he said something that I think so relates to, um, I actually wrote it down, so relates to what I'm saying. But he he said re- regarding the medical system is and doctors is they don't like nature's chaos. So they'll substitute their own interventions to prevent nature's chaos, causing all kinds of chaos. But they're okay because it, with it because it's their chaos. <laughs> yeah. And when he said that, I was like, that's just, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't like the variations of normal. They want to see the textbook labor and the textbook thing. And when nothing, when it's not textbook, they start, okay, this isn't normal, but it is, you know, but to them it's not. So they start like, okay, we got to do this and we got to do that. And, you know, they start pushing all their things. So... I think knowing what I know now with how the system works and how I expected to, I shouldn't say, I guess I, I expected to, I, I know that you can have because of my other awesome doctor. Like I know that she did respect all the things that I wanted, but this other doctor is probably like most doctors, you know, and they're not, they don't want that. So I've, I've come to realize and accept that like, okay, the reason that she did that was because that's just all she knew to do. And, um, and I've really, I guess I kind of had to come to a place too, where I like forgave myself because I got so mad at myself and so angry. And like, how could you, like, you were going to be this like strong, like advocate and, you know, you were going to do all these things and you weren't going to do this and, you know, you were going to be so strong. And I had felt like I had failed myself. Um, Mm -hmm. but I have finally come to a place where I was like, you know what, like for whatever reason, like I just did what I knew what to do in the situation that like the circumstance that I was in and I wasn't like a bad mom or like a bad person or failure, for choosing, making those decisions. And yeah. like I said, like before how now I look back and I'm like, okay, God wanted me to go through that. Like he can redeem that situation because like now I can relate to a mom who's had that same, you know, experience or a similar experience. And now I know what it's like to have an epidural birth. <laughs> so that's just another level that I can relate with other women. And yeah. I now can appreciate that that happened. Um, because it, it's something that once again, I just can use along my journey to, to relate with other women. So I'm thankful for that. So I, there was, um, Jennifer Dean, I did a podcast with her and she really explains, uh, oxytocin really well. And that's the Mm -hmm. labor hormone. That's the love hormone. And that's, um, the hormone that number one, it makes us vulnerable 
it puts us in a place where we actually need to feel that safety and we are open to other people. It's the connection hormone. And so for any mom who's been in your situation, who may still be trying to find that forgiveness for themselves and just beating themselves up or, um, you know, like, why did that happen? Like you said, you were going into it like headstrong, like I'm going to do this and this and this for myself. Um, number one, you were definitely caught off guard in, it sounds like you showed up to the hospital in a, you were like pretty far along into labor. (laughs) Um, so the oxytocin was really strong at that point. And, um, you know, some moms will show up and find themselves in that same situation and their, their labor totally stops because the oxytocin feels, their body feels so unsafe that stress hormones begin to release Mm -hmm. and the oxytocin totally stops. And then they find themselves in that cascade of interventions because the two, the stress hormone and oxytocin cannot be produced at the same time. And so the stress hormone takes over and it suppresses labor, but also because uh, women find themselves giving in to the doctor's suggestions. Um, number one, you were probably already intimidated by her, but number two, mm-hmm. because of the hormones running through the mother's body in those moments, it is totally normal to, um, you're, you're not in a fight mode. You're not in a place where you can grasp this ability to fight for yourself. And that's why a doula can be so important or educating your spouse Mm -hmm. on these things ahead of time. Like if we find ourselves in this situation, this is what actually needs to happen. And you need to step in because I'm not going to be in a place where I can fight. I'm not going to be in a place where, um, hormonally I can make those decisions or in a, in an emotional state where I, you know, I, I need to be able to turn to you and know that I can trust you to step in and intervene for me. Um, and so I hope that that makes sense. I hope that I'm getting the point across that women who have found themselves in that place, you have to give yourself grace for listening to mm-hmm. advice that you didn't want to listen to because you may not realize that it was just your hormonal and emotional state at that moment that, that um, allowed you to give in to those things and that it's not your fault. It's because your body had to move into that place where it needed to trust other people in order to get your baby here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you brought up like the whole doula thing. Um, It's funny because a lot of the research that I was doing and a lot of the podcasts I was listening to, they kept saying, get a doula, get a doula. Mm. And I was like, eh, I don't need a doula. Mm-hmm. And um, I've still actually never had a doula, even though I've, you know, I've had two births after that. Um, but I, it's funny because that's something that I recommend to a lot of people. I'm like, man, I just wish I had had a doula, you know, yeah. in that, that second birth. Um, like I so wish that I had just, just gotten one and I chose to have a birth photographer instead. <laughs> and I have beautiful birth pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but um a lot of but photographers yeah, not, now not. double as a doula. You'll find a lot, yeah. or at least in this area, there's a lot of doulas that are photographers, um, which is mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think my photographer actually had been a doula. Like, she was a trained doula, but she just wasn't a practicing doula, and that's not what I had hired her for. You know, she was a, a, um, a photographer, but... Um, she did give me a couple little pointers here and there, but she definitely did not 
step into any sort of a doula role, which I didn't expect her to. She was there to f- photograph my birth. But yeah. that's what I chose to spend my money my money on and and um not do the the double thing, but yeah. hindsight maybe that would have been a better idea to find someone that was both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Well, Danielle, I so yeah. appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story with us and um, sharing your podcast with us and just how God has used the podcast um, in your own life and how it became an amazing blessing to you because there are, there are underground midwives out there. In fact, I talked to one the other day that was like, mm-hmm. I'm planning on becoming an underground midwife. Um, there's a lot of midwives out there. Um, They're just, you have to, it seems like, you know, once you really step your foot into something, you know, it just takes a minute to, you just have to wade off into the water Mm -hmm. and eventually you, you find those people and you make those connections. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's the process of waiting that's so hard. Um, But yeah, tell my guests again (laughs) where they can connect with you. Yeah. So you can um, find me at um, birth journeys podcast on Instagram. I'm most active on Instagram. Um, I do have you know, my, my birth journeys podcast page on Facebook, but, um, it's not something that I, I'm not like super active on Facebook. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Instagram is the best place to reach me. Um, or on my website, birthjourneyspodcast.com. Um, I'm always looking for guests to share their birth stories. Um, I always say I don't have a certain criteria. It can be any kind of birth, but, my main, you know, my main, I guess, criteria would only be that your birth was a positive, empowering experience that's going to encourage another mom on her birth journey. Um, so I'm always looking for guests. You can go to my website and I have a form to fill out there, or you could even contact me on Facebook or Instagram, um, Danielle Papa, um, or of course, you know, the birth journeys page. So any of those places I can be found and I'm always always down to talk about birth or (laughs) um, connect with other moms that love birth. So, yeah. And we'll tag all of those things and how you can connect with Danielle in the show notes down below. Um, So yeah, be sure to reach out to her, go listen to her podcast and thanks again for joining me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's always fun to be a guest. Like you had mentioned, it's it's not a competition when it comes to, you know, the podcast world and similar podcasts. Um, I've, you know, thoroughly enjoyed connecting with other podcasters and, um, being able to, you know, encourage each other and help each other. And, um, yeah, it's, it's super fun and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I can definitely say the same. (laughs) Thanks for joining me on this episode of Barefoot Parenting. If what you're doing works for you, is healthy for your family, and is growing you in the ways you need to grow, then it's time to step out of the feeling of guilt and shame and wear your Barefoot Mama badge proudly. Remember, Barefoot parents are doing things differently, so be encouraged today. If you're feeling the pushback in your parenting style, you're doing something right.